Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, we're continuing in our series today, Now What? Continuing in our series, Now What? And we're back in the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter, again, in chapter 4, and I believe there's some things that we're going to unearth and unveil today that'll be a blessing to us all. Again, that's 1 Peter chapter 4. We're going to begin at verse number 3. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 3. Here our scripture reads, it says, For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the, but the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. The scripture or I should say our title of our message for today, is Everybody Needs It. Everybody Needs It. That's the title of our message. In fact, in our last message, we discussed the importance of living with the mind of Christ. Living with the mind of Christ. In order to do that, there are some things that we must avoid, and yet other things that we must strive toward. The Apostle Paul Peter actually helps us to or helps to show us these things in this passage that we are looking at today. That we're looking at today. Look back with me at verse three in the words of the Apostle Peter. Verse three, it says, for the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. Let, let me reword that for you just a little bit. In other words, in the past, in, in the time that's gone before us, it would have been sufficient for us to just live like the Gentiles. That's what the apostle is saying. It would have been sufficient just to live like the Gentiles, to do the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Here, we have to understand a few things. We have to understand a few things. We, we need to understand that it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to have people that you once respected or even called friend to ridicule you or reject you or worse, gossip about you. 
It doesn't feel good. But here the apostle is, is, is speaking toward that. He said, listen, you used to run with them. You used to do all kind of stuff with them. But yet now you've come into the knowledge. And you want to walk in that knowledge, but yet they don't understand that there's some things that, that, that they're not factoring into why. You say, in fact, it, it may in fact rather be painful to see those that you were once close to speak negatively about you negatively to you and about you because you have chosen to truly surrender your heart to Jesus in every way. You see, this really should hit us hit home with a lot of us as Christians because many times when we come to the church and we started going to church and we, we, we did all the things that, that, that people talked about while we were in church, but yet when we were outside of church, we still ran with some of the same crowd. We hung with some of the same people, but yet when conviction came to us and we made the decision to say, no, I can't keep doing this. I can't live. I can't split the fence, live my life on one side or the other. I've got to make a decision to choose one path or another. And the conviction brought you to a decision in which you've chosen Christ. And see, it's also important to look at these very sins that the apostle Peter was talking about because I want you to understand he was saying that the people were once involved in these sins. These aren't the things that they just looked at and said, mm, 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 mm. look at those pitiful Gentiles. That's such a shame. No, they once did the same stuff. They once did the same stuff. Listen, just keep looking straight ahead. Don't look to the right or the left. Nobody knows who we're talking to. But they once did the same stuff. The same things, but here it is. He's talking to them saying, listen, you once did those very things, but Peter actually lists here specifically what they used to do. I think it's important to just kind of go through this list. I want you to look with me. Here it says the first one is lasciviousness. Lasciviousness, this is referring to lustful behavior, including leering at others, heavy flirting, and etc. Listen, this is important. It's important to realize this because there's some people, even in the church, <laughs> that are still being delivered from things like this. It's important when you're just looking and leering at somebody as they go by. I mean, you can't even, I'm like, look, come on now. You, there, there's a, a long time ago, I'm not going to mention who in, in, a, in, in, a, in a session, I'm not going to mention where, <laughs> but, but they told us it should be a three second rule. You look, there's three seconds and then let go, go, you can go about your business. Here it is. You're sitting there just looking. They walked up the steps. You're still looking. No, no, no. You're leering now. You're, you're involved in lasciviousness, heavy flirting. Well, you're sitting there looking at, mm, mm, mm. Ooh, look at, look, look at that. Oh, that's a beautiful dress you got on there. Ooh-wee. No, no, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's a beautiful color you have on. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, Deacon, look at those jeans. I've never seen you wear jeans before, Deacon. Oh, my goodness. This no, 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 wait a minute. No, no. Deacon, it's so, it's so nice to see you in some casual clothing. You look comfortable today. Oh, you're looking sharp. Look at sharp. And keep it moving. That's what we're supposed to do. But when you're doing all this other stuff, no, there's something wrong with that. That's lasciviousness. That's a sin. Did you know that? <laughs> that's a sin. Okay, he talked about that. Next, he talked about lust. Lust, what is that? Lust are the acts of lewdness, including obscene gestures, sexual immorality, including pornography, fornication, and adultery. He's writing this letter to the church. 
This isn't the folk in the world. This is the church. He said, y'all used to do some of this same stuff. Okay? So that, that we need to understand that and be grateful. Be grateful that God has delivered us. Be grateful that God has delivered us. He talked about excess of wine. Excess of wine. Even though it may be short of drunkenness. He didn't say drunkenness. He simply said excess of wine. But understand, Scripture also teaches us, do not be what? Drunk with the wine of the world, which is what? As to excess. Excess, a different principle and way of looking at it. But here, the Apostle Peter says anything, any excess of wine. You may not be drunk. You may not be drunk, he's saying. But listen, if you get to the point that's more than moderation for you, it is sin. It is sin, and he's letting them know that. This sinful behavior, guess what? It threatens your health. It threatens your, your standing in, in the community and even in the kingdom of God. It affects others, so therefore it's affecting you. Listen, you got to be careful of that. you got to be careful of that, not to drink into excess, into excess. Notice it also talks about reveling. Reveling is where you have luxurious food feasts and parties that are held too frequently, too full of overindulgence, and they're too expensive. Here it is, you're just flashing your money and you're overindulging. You're doing all this foolishness and you're not doing it. Who gets glory out of that? Only you and your flesh. The Lord can't be glorified in that. That's not what he intends for you to do. If, as you come into wealth, he's not intending for you to go cast it and throwing it away like that to show off for others. No, that's not what he wants you to do. You're not meant to do that. You're not meant to do that. He also talks about banqueting. Banqueting refers to gluttony or excess eating. Yes, y'all, I'm, I'm coming right at you. <laughs> He said, listen, there's no, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't have done this. These are things you shouldn't have been doing. And you were rolling right there with the Gentiles, having just as much fun, eating all the pork you could hold, eating all the stuff you could, you could eat, drinking all the things you could drink. You were doing the same things. And then he talked about this, abominable idolatries. And that's simply put, idol worship, idol worship. You hear, and this could take many forms, many forms, particularly in our culture and society today, whether it's you're worshiping athletes or you're worshiping entertainers or you're worshiping those who are successful in business or you're worshiping, the, you're even worshiping pastors as opposed to the God that the pastor serves. You're, you're worshiping things. You're creating idols creating idols. You must be careful of this. You must be careful and to avoid it and not allow it and allow themselves. They weren't to allow themselves to be corrupted by it, just like we should not allow ourselves to be corrupted by it. Here, Peter was letting them know those were the things you used to do. Those were the, you used to do the same things with those people. But here's something that's interesting that's happened because you've made a change in your life because things have changed. He says, so as Christians, we must avoid not only the things which are grossly wicked. I'll say that again. Not only must we avoid the things that are grossly wicked, but to also avoid the things that carry the appearance of evil. You must avoid the things that carry the appearance of of evil. You see, some of these things are not the worst sins outside of the, the, the 
um, adultery and, and, and fornication and those things. But, but th th some of the sins aren't the worst things, but there are things that you've got to avoid. It's even an appearance of evil. You want to avoid it. You want to avoid it. Listen, when you, and how do you do that, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. Because the second that you have a check in your spirit, the second you have, uh, you second you feel something, you're shanana. <laughs> the second you feel something in your heart that says, you know what? Uh, I don't feel right about that. Mm, you know, I don't, I don't need to go there anymore. You know, I don't need to say that anymore. I don't need to do that anymore. The second you do that, you feel that that is the Holy Spirit bringing it to your attention so then your spirit can respond to him and then act in accordance. That is what that is. It's avoiding the appearance of evil. When you're looking at something, dog, what in the world are they doing? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I must go somewhere else. There was someone that shared a story with me. They shared a story with me. They told me about how there were folks that were gathering and, 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 and they had these little meetings that they were doing. Um, outside of their leadership and church and things of that nature. And they would do them and, and they were doing them and, and say, hey, we're just going to do this and, and we're going to do this and, and do our own thing and all this kind of stuff. And then the, 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 the person and their spouse, they looked, they said, mm, no, mm -mm. no, I, 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 this, this doesn't feel like God wants us to do this. this I, I, they, they were convicted just being in the presence and they left and they never went back. They started calling, saying, well, hey, what happened? Why aren't you coming to the meetings? They said, no, no, that's just not for us. It's not for us. They, they followed after what the Holy Spirit was letting them know, letting them know. You have to be able to sense when the Spirit is guiding you and follow after him, follow after him. But I want you to understand something. I want you to understand something. Th th this is why, this is why they will slander you and make a mockery of you. Please understand that they're going to slander you, make a mockery of you, and, and they're going to do all of these things because your commitment to follow after the mind of Christ brings conviction to them. Let me say that again. Because of your commitment, your commitment to follow after the mind of Christ brings conviction to them. It brings conviction to them. I need somebody to type in chat three words for me. Stay the course. Stay the course. I need you to stay the course. Listen, I understand. I understand that it may, 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 may make you a little uh, isolated sometimes. You may feel alone sometimes. But listen, sometimes to follow after Christ means you have to go a lonely road. Sometimes to follow after Christ means you have to go the way that you know is righteous to avoid unrighteousness. Sometimes you've got to be able to avoid some things and avoid some people and avoid going in some paths because you know that it will not please God and you rather please the Lord. You rather please the Lord. Stay the course. Stay the course. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.